All right, welcome to EWO special, uh, still somewhat holiday edition since we're still in that season. Yeah. So this is, the, this is the end of the year episode. Yeah, exactly. Big, uh, big season finale we got going on. Uh, got every panelist except for the one hundred dollar man because he's too busy out being cheap and stuff. But we do have Charles, uh, wrestler of the year as well as uh, Wrestler of the Week, which, of course, we'll get into later on. But until then, we'll go ahead and get into this week in wrestling. And the people that we do have on the panel are uh, myself, uh, Ben, otherwise known as 12-Pack. We got the fucking guy, Jordan Harvey, our current champion. He didn't that on my Amazon. I, I, I like that. I fuck with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, our current EWO champion, the nephew of destruction, Kobe. We got yes, the sir. homie Hezzy J and uh, vacant Carter. So pretty, pretty stacked lineup tonight. So it's a pretty part. So I'll go ahead and get into uh, SmackDown from last week. This was pre-taped because it aired on the twenty-third of December. So you know everyone wants to get home to their families for Christmas and shit. Uh, decent episode. Um, the 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 prior week's episode was like really fucking good. I finally got around to watch it. Ricochet versus Gunther, that match fucked, and uh, the whole setting up the uh, John Cena and uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns tag team match for tomorrow's SmackDown. It's pretty much what this show was building to. We also had uh. The Usos retain their titles for what feels like the 15th time in the past three weeks or so against Hit Row. And then uh, a gauntlet match to determine the number one contender. And out of all of the women they had, we, we get Raquel versus Ronda Rousey. That's going to not be great. Okay. But, you know, shit happens. Uh, Bray Wyatt addresses the LA Knight Uncle Howdy situation. Bray's like, ah, what the fuck? Why, why'd y'all think it was me? Fuck y'all. And <laughs> and then he's like, ah, I don't, I don't feel too good, Mister Stark, and falls to the, <laughs> to his floor, and he's like clutching his stomach, and he drops the mic, and I was like, ah, I don't feel too good, and he just gets up and attacks the cameraman, and then <laughs> yeah, the, the, I guess he's like possessed by Uncle Howdy. I guess hey, they're getting that. I remember Man. when that happened to Finlay in SmackDown versus Raw 2011. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Man, I ain't gonna cap. The, the one question that I had is like, you know, he attacked one cameraman and then the other cameraman was still in the ring just watching it happen. So I'm like, worse. It's <laughs> called getting your bag. There <laughs> were so many camera cuts in this while he was attacking the other cameraman. So I'm like, oh I'm my like, god, it was. I'm like, why are they not running? Yeah. Bucky, Bucky yeah. booked to fucking drop his carrots on the keyboard. He had to get them. <laughs> yeah, uh, had the mandible claw on the cameraman, and then Bray was removed from the building. Uh, after this, we got Rey Mysterio versus Angel, who is apparently just Angel now. I think that's been a thing, but they haven't been on TV for a while, so I forgot. Angel Garza of uh, Los Lotharios, uh, and then Mysterio ended up winning, which was um, fine because you know Ray deserves the dub after having his Christmas ruined again by um, again by. Uh, Remember here, uh, the best reason for Dominic attacking Ray. 
What? Uh, he put his he put his th- his Christmas lights up too quickly, and Dominic was angry. Oh yeah, no. When when he when he attacked him at Thanksgiving, he did have his tree up, and I was like, you know, yeah. he kind of deserves that shit. I love that. <laughs> I'm not because as a person who has a November birthday, I hate when people like put their Christmas lights up early. I um people have been saying that like, oh, we need this for New Year's. For I heard I saw someone someone say we need this for MLK Day. So Dominic <laughs> can say. Dad, I had a dream that I whooped your ass. <laughs> uh, ben, you sent me that, and I could not stop laughing after you sent me that tweet, bro. That shit was hilarious. I, I need this for every holiday. It has so much comedic potential. But, Valentine's uh, Day will be hilarious, too. <laughs> yeah, Dad, there's no love lost between me and you. Only blood. <laughs> this, uh, speaking of uh, comedic uh, matches, well, I was just comedy in general. This led to the Miracle on 34th Street fight. Uh, Ricochet and Braun Strowman teamed up for reasons against Imperium. Even though uh, Braun was just bashing Ricochet on Twitter like a month ago about flippy flopping shit, but I guess that's just in the past. Uh, Anyways, they fought uh, Kaiser and Vinci and ended up winning, and this was just, you know, your cliche holiday special street fight with Christmas trees and the Christmas cookies and the tables and the giant presents where humans come out and yeah. Also then we saw we we saw an appearance from our developmental talent, the new day. The NXT tag team champion. Those new up and comers. They they were were up and coming day. They were dressed like nutcrackers and they came out and they hit Imperium in the nuts. Haha, get it? Wrestling, yeah. Yo, uh, you talk about the spot where um, Ricochet was like down and out, and then Braun Strowman came over with a mistletoe, and like his girlfriend Samantha Urban, aka the ring announcer, kissed him, and he like got the power of his boner or something. <laughs> <laughs> the power of the libido. Yeah, that's the uh, monster amongst men. That's something. Yeah, but uh. That was SmackDown. They also, earlier in the night, they had the whole promo with uh, Sami Zayn, a promo a lot of people have been talking about, where he was building up to the tag team match that I mentioned earlier and was just, you know, going all over Kevin Owens and really hyped up the tag match. So I'm very much excited to see the GOAT, Jonathan Anthony Henry Cena, return uh, tomorrow. I, I, I forgot his middle name, but it's something like that. Oh, no, that was a really good Anthony. promo, though. Felix Cena. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, that's my cousin. <laughs> Mr. Felix. Uh, <laughs> moving on to Rampage, we had um, this opened with the, I'm going to try and say this right, the $300,000 Three Kings Trios Christmas Special Casino Battle Royale thing. Yeah. Uh, basically, a bunch of Teams of three, you know, trios, and it's a battle royal. If one person of that trio is still in it, then your team can still win the 300k. And uh, this match was really fun. I love battle royals; like it's just fucking fun. Like, I mean, we get the Royal Rumble once a year, but I feel like the battle royals the second best thing, sort of. Especially no one just does battle royals anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even this is like a casino royale, so we're alternating teams and stuff. But uh, the closing moments of this match was really fun with Claudio trying to battle both 
um, Dante and Darius Martin at the same time. And Moxley got knocked out by Hangman distracting him. That builds into that feud. And the final moments were just great. And Claudio uh, ended up getting uh, knocked out since it was a two-on-one situation. So AR Fox and Top Flight win the 300K. Great shit. Um, <laughs> and Not after this... Yeah, just just money, and I figured I predicted last week on the show that they would use this for like kayfabe reasons, like oh maybe some team wins it, and they're like oh we buy a title shot. I don't fucking know. I thought maybe we buy shit, a like, title. Shot. <laughs> I mean, awesome. shit, I don't know. Shit, I, I don't know, Ben. I was I was thinking maybe Dante could uh finally pay his medical bills off with all of them. Oh, right, buy dude, like buy a better knee. <laughs> I'm about to say that motherfucker needs to buy a whole cyborg leg. Yeah, buy buy a whole ass fucking make himself the fucking cyborg from DC. He needs to buy the, that super serum that they got fucking Captain America on. Cause his knees are terrible. Oh. Yeah, he needs he needs like Michael Jordan's secret stuff from Space Jam. He needs something. <laughs> he, he, he needs the spicy water from Space Jam. <laughs> They hopefully they'll, they'll do something of the sort. But after this match, uh, Jade Cargill defeated Vert Vixen, just some random local wrestler. Um, TBS Championship Eliminator match, which I don't know what was the point of making it an Eliminator. If it's Jade, she's not going to lose. But whatever. Uh, Jade wins, lol. And that was that. And the main event was uh, Anthony Bones and Billy Gunn. He's teaming with Daddy Ass because Max Caster was reportedly fucked up after he got hit with a guitar. I don't know if that's kayfabe or what, but oh. they fought Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, and uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal ended up winning, pinning, pinning Billy Gunn. And yeah, out. I feel like out after the trios Royale. If you skip this rampage, you wouldn't miss Jack shit. So uh, I think they should have ended with that, but whatever. Um, but yeah. It was a fine episode. Uh, Raw was skippable as shit. Holy fuck. I did. Um, yeah, I did not watch this either. It was just highlights of 2022. So in case your eyes haven't been working all year, you could watch this and see what happens. Yeah. Or you could have just missed Raw all year and just watched that, honestly. Mm-hmm. The, that sounds yeah, like a plan. Literally not a single match. The only thing of importance that was like kind of worth noting is they had an interview with Cody Rhodes and he was like, yeah, um, I respect Seth Rollins now. Fourth match, not on my radar. What I'm worried about is the world title. So that just kind of basically is saying that, hey, I'm going to win the Rumble. Wink. And yeah, that was pretty much all of that. Uh, Imagine. So. He's, the, he's number 30 and he comes out like a video game before finishers store it. <laughs> he's he's been uh, storing them up ever since he lost his titties, so he had to make up. That man put the infinite finisher button. He's about to just throw everybody out. <laughs> well, Ben, hopefully at number twenty nine, a certain Brahma Bull doesn't come out in in um, just God. wins the rumble, pretty much. I'm, I'm gonna be so fucking mad if that does happen. Please, I'm I'm. I mean, I've been watching wrestling for like 12 years now, and I'm still not old enough to remember The Rock. So I'm not like, yay! And I'm like, you're 100% accurate. That's so true. I've been watching wrestling since 2007, and I have no memories of The Rock that weren't like The Rock returns for like 
one show or The Rock is going yeah. to fight John Cena and Mania. You, like, have to be in your 30s by now to be like, oh, The Rock, the rock is here! I remember him? Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. But, I mean, Dwayne, if you want to do your shit and fight Roman at Mania, that's cool, but you can leave that Rumble spot alone. But, yeah, uh, transitioning into uh, NXT, um, this episode was fine. It opened up with J.D. McDonough fighting Julius Creed again. He's just been fighting the Creed brothers constantly. And then Indusheer came out, and they challenged the Creeds for uh, New Year's Evil, and that was pretty much that. Uh, Cora Jade fought Wendy Chu, in which was a match that was fine. They had uh, Chu ended up winning, and that was pretty much that. Uh, Scripps, oh my god. Oh, I hate this. I hate this so much. You know, if we're talking about our wrestlers of the year and stuff, the worst, I'm not going to say he's the worst wrestler, but the worst like character change has got to be this shit. I hate this. <laughs> Bro. I hate it. I hate it. Scripts or Reggie, whatever you oh, want to call him. Yo, I forgot about Scripts. Scripts looks like he looks like a bootleg Mortal Kombat character. Like this dude, it's a Mortal Kombat character that you make in Armageddon when you only have like a thousand points. Not jack shit. Uh, this, I mean. At least worst ring gear I've ever seen. Jesus yeah. fuck. And it is so, like, why do you have a mask? It is so <laughs> obvious it's you. I literally said this on his debut. I'm like, I know that's not who I think it is, bro. I'm like, it was so obvious. And he was doing the same exact moves. So I'm like, yeah. what's the point? Like, I saw, I, uh, oh, so you go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, when I saw like the promos of them, of like, they were hyping it up with him, like, leaving fucking voicemails on the machine of NXT and doing this weird shit where you spray painted the wall. And I'm like, oh, okay, this could be something. And then I'm like, oh, shit, it, it's Noam Dar, right? Man, I miss this guy. And it's ugh, fucking original. Ugh, <laughs> made me so goddamn mad. It's Mr. Flips himself. Flips the script. Why, why do you have... Why, why do you look like that? Fucking traffic cone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, it's all like is he actually gonna have a feud against uh oh god I can't remember his new superhero name too uh yes Axiom please no sorry I hope not Axiom is he likes math script likes English who what is the battle of the subjects Imagine that's Dragon Lee's first feud when he when he hits NXT. I saw, be awful. I saw so many people say, like, man, can't wait for these five-star matches of Dragon Lee versus Top Dollar and shit like that. <laughs> oh, like, fuck like, Dragon Lee versus The Miz, anyone? Oh, my god! <laughs> I, I can't forget. Okay, actually, that might be hype, actually. Hey, anyways, scripts... Uh, his scripts beat Ikamanjiro. Who gives a shit? Uh, after I this. don't fucking. I, I, I. Am I the only? I can't even imagine a way to get Ikamanjiro over. It's yeah. It's jacket guy. <laughs> the, he wasn't even wearing a jacket that match. Oh what Left his gimmick at home. Yeah, no scripts like stole it or something. <laughs> He's a thief. <laughs> 
So they have a black guy in a mask that, that steals shit. Is that, that, that's what I'm hearing? Of of course. All right. Great, great shit. Uh, <laughs> after this, we had the Valkyria person uh, fought Lash Legend, which she won. And it's a Lash Legend match, so it was pretty bad. And yeah. I thought she would have gotten uh, better by now. One would think. But after this, they had the schism fight uh, Idris Sanofe. Malik Blade and everyone's favorite uh, transphobic person, uh, Odyssey Jones, who can fuck off. Um, but this match was fine, and Schism won. Cool. Uh, after this, it was the battle for the bar. Uh, Fallon Henley was fighting on behalf of her dad's fucking bar to fight Kiana James, who is a business lady, and she can buy it. And it's just, I don't. I did not like this view. <laughs> and you guys wonder why I don't watch NXT because of the matches. Yeah, this this was just like, why are we pretending that, that she owns a bar and that this lady's going to buy it? What does this have to do with wrestling? Anyways. Honestly, storylines where someone's trying to like take property haven't been hasn't been interesting since like the 70s. <laughs> the, and if in case anyone cared, Fallon Hanley gets to keep the bar. Yay. Um mm. Drew Gulak did his uh Drew Gulak invitational where he was putting showing showing wrestling holds like he's fucking Stu Hart in the dungeon, like, eh, eh, come here, let me put you in this little fucking thing. Yeah. That, that's Man. how Stu Hart talks for anyone that didn't know. But uh yeah, he put he did a bunch of wrestling holds on his students and then Charlie Dempsey came out and he was like, I'm I'm a real wrestler and he's gonna fight one of his students next week. Yay. I I'm I am interested. I am a big fan of William Regal's son. Yeah, nah. Charlie Dempsey versus Drew Gulak, you can sign me the fuck up for that shit. Anyway. They're probably saving that for their next pay per view or premium live event, my bad, excuse me. Uh, I like how we're still doing making that mistake. Um the main event was uh, Wesley defending his North American title against Tony D'Angelo with Stax. Um, and we, I said we, Wesley ended up uh, retaining after a pretty decent match. And uh, they're having the whole thing with Dijak. And Dijak it gets the next shot at the title at New Year's Eve. So mm. I don't really know what Tony D'Angelo does from here, but. That's, uh, uh, he goes on he to be is. my favorite wrestler. I'm you capping. Can. Okay, I was gonna say you can, you can have that. Uh, oh, I meant, I meant to say this earlier too. When you mentioned the Creed brothers, I actually, I'm actually starting to like Julius Creed, bro. I think he might be a breakout star in the future. Nah, he's definitely the better of the two, in my opinion. Like, I think they're both good though. I like nah, them. Nah, Brutus is fine. It's just uh, Julius has more charisma to me. Yeah. Ah, yeah. It's kind of hard. Like the reason Jeff got so big, so much bigger than Matt, is because for years Jeff just was the charismatic one, even though Matt was better in every way. Yeah. That's yeah. A lot like, of that. When I when I first saw the Creed brothers, I instantly kind of liked Brutus more just because like his body type. He was like the stocky guy with like the huge quads and the thick neck, and I was like, I like that guy. <laughs> And then I was like, You're wait, saying. I was like, wait, wait, Julius is actually the better wrestler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, transitioning into Dynamite, this was their New Year's Smash episode. Um, 
started off strong in a pretty pretty good match between uh, Brian Danielson and all you, Ethan Page. A lot of people are saying this is Ethan Page's best match since joining the company. I mean, I'm not going to argue because I'm Almost a like huge fucking... Brian Danielson just does that. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just a huge fucking Ethan Page fan, so anything that makes him look great, I'm fucking down for. And he looked good in this match just as much as uh, Danielson. They kind of tied it into, oh, Danielson striking versus... Um, Ethan Page's Taekwondo background, and it was just good shit all around. A good solid, like, 20-minute opener, which uh, had the right man winning, and then MJF was in the skybox, and he had some goth chick that low-key looked like Shotzi Blackheart with him, and he was just kind of like, yeah, cool, and was just there, and he didn't really do much. But I couldn't, I couldn't really buy this, well, I couldn't really buy his part of the segment slash match, because He's engaged to like a blonde or a brunette or something like that, and I'm like, "Why are you with a goth chick?" It, it he, don't make it makes sense to me. He, he's goth done, girls make the world go round. That's why he he's done like an interview and where someone has him like the same shit, and he was like, "It was like, hey, my my fiance knows that you know if you want to be with daddy, daddy's gonna do what daddy wants to do." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> all right, yeah, I guess so." Um, but yeah, um, that's crazy. <laughs> one uh one good ass match to the next we had john moxley and claudio castagnoli uh taking on top flight uh this is you know kind of to resume their interaction they were having in the trios of battle royal and uh this match was fucking fire i mean top flight got showed a hell of a lot of resilience because they got the fuck beat out of them in this <laughs> match as you can imagine uh Claudio kind of tapped more into his more aggressive side. Like he was kind of matching Mox with that and just beating the shit out of these guys. Like he was beat. There was one spot where he was beating the fuck out of uh, Darius with the whole uh, elbow, hammer and, anv- er, hammer and anvil elbows. And then Dante was like, stop. And he like hit him and he was like, nah. And he kept doing it. Just kept <laughs> beating the fuck out of Darius. Uh, yeah, this is pretty killing my. Yeah, they had a spot where Claudio did uh, the swing on Darius and Dante was just jumping over him like a fucking video game. That was funny and just good shit all around. I think the top flight, like the way it works is Darius just gets the absolute shit beat out of him. Dante does his comes in with the hot tag, does his high flying stuff. And yeah, but they did look great in this match, uh, and rightfully so after you know the fuckload of bad luck they've been having the past year or two. But yeah, uh, but they did lose to uh, Claudio Castagnoli and John Moxley. And I mean, no match. shame in, in it, honestly. Who didn't? Who beats them? Yeah. Ever? <laughs> yeah. Um, but good ass match all around. Definitely worth checking out. And um, after that, we had Hook versus uh, fucking. Salem links. Yeah. Go jobber. Yeah, this was like a good 30 second match. And then after the match, uh, the firms, uh, Stokely, Lee Moriarty, and Big Bill came out to attack Hook. Uh, Big Bill looked like he was going to choke slam. Hook, Jungle Boy comes out and doesn't even do the wahaho, wahaho. He just comes down with the chair, takes out Lee Moriarty, uh, takes out Big Bill, and saves Hook. So. Hook versus Jungle Boy. Uh, don't know what the name of that team is going to be, but sure. Um, interesting. 
the next match is the best of seven series match six. Oh boy, I wonder who could have won. Uh, Falls Count Anywhere edition, which last week was no DQ. The main thing, I guess, that felt different is, oh, this match can end anywhere. And also, the Elite were dressed like it was a street fight, which, I mean, is fine. It really is. To make it different. Yes. It's kind of all technicalities. They're all very similar. But this match did start in the locker room area, where they dragged uh, Death Triangle out. They did the whole spot where Ray Phoenix jumped off the top of the walkway, and then uh, Kenny hit one of the nastiest fucking V-triggers I've ever seen, knocking the shit out of Phoenix. And just good shit all around. Uh, high spots with um, the Young Bucks taking a lot of shit. Uh, the ending was great with uh, Pac locking in the Brutalizer on, I believe it was Matt Jackson. But then on the same, like, opposite side of the building, you had Kenny with Ray Phoenix up for the one-winged angel off the top of the stands into a big area of tables. And so, which, I mean, I know it's a falls falls count anywhere match. So I didn't even know if you could do submissions in those. I yes. Because it's technically a fall. I mean, Not yeah, but fall, WWE, but... which I know is doesn't make sense in any match ever, but they had a submissions count anywhere match at one point, and I'm like, oh, wait, could you never do those? So That kind of sounds like a fire match concept to bring back, though. Yeah. yeah, that was. A, I remember that match. That was actually good, though, too, when they did it. Yeah, but that's why I was like, oh, okay. And, yeah, but uh, he, Kenny did hit the one-made angel before Matt eventually tapped. Getting the one, two, three, so now we're going to have Match seven, the Elite versus the Death Triangle, the final match, and it's going to take place uh, two weeks in Los Angeles in an Escalera de la Muerte match. So basically just TLC. I wonder who's going to win that one. <laughs> Please, Death Triangle. <laughs> we, we shall see. It's, it's, all, it's all tied up. We're going to see if uh, the Elite pulls a LeBron or not. I mean, um, they gave the final match a Hispanic name. So, uh, like... I, I, it has to, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I feel like Death Triangle would, would take it. The last time they had this match, there was a Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers, and the Lucha Brothers won. And that's when North, Santana and Ortiz came out at the end. Yeah. That that's match cool. was fucking fire, too. Isn't, um, wait, Kenny Omega, he's Canadian, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so, like, does that mean, like, if they had a, like, a poutine and maple syrup match, that, that means they're, he's going to win? <laughs> Yeah, most likely. <laughs> Only if it takes place in Stu Hart's dungeon. Well, I mean, AEW are about to make their, uh, well, it's not their Canada, Canadian debut, their second trip to Canada and make their debut in Winnipeg, the home of, you know, Kenny and Jericho. So, I from mean, Winnipeg, I'm, you idiot. I'm, I'm down. I'm very much down for a poutine <laughs> and maple syrup match. <laughs> we did have the goddamn. Mimosa uh, mayhem, so I think anything is possible. I swear there's some people who can get anything over. I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. Uh, they build to um, Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks next week. They have they're gonna uh, Dynamite has a whole new look to it. It looks like Brand Warfare Survivor Series because it has red and blue all over it. But that's gonna be the SmackDown place. versus Raw area era. Yeah, they had uh, they showed a thing with uh, 
Adam Page, and apparently he's going to be cleared sometime around two weeks, which is when they'll be in L.A., so maybe we'll finally get to see him and Mox collide. I imagine they're saving it for, what is the next one, Revolution? Yeah, probably. But when that does happen, that's going to go hard. And they... Next match that we had was uh, Ruby Soho and Willow Nightingale versus Ty J.A.S. Because uh, uh, Ty Conti was here, and I'm assuming Sammy Gore was as well, at the same time as this event last night, there was a AAA big event, which I don't know why the fuck they did that on a Wednesday, but there was. And because they were there and not at the AAA event, Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara were stripped of the AAA Mixed Tag Team Championships. So, that's something. I think they crowned new champions, but I don't even give a fuck yeah. who won. I just saw that they got stripped. Also, as I we think, I think earlier, this is the year where I try to focus on uh, being the one, the person here with information from companies that aren't the uh, major American indies and WWE. Like um, this year I'm gonna come. I'm gonna have CMLL knowledge. That's what that, that's what I'm planning on doing. I I mean I know some of the people that that, that were there. I just didn't look to see who won, but I do know that uh, FTR did lose the Triple H Tag Team Titles to uh, Dragon Lee and Drillistico. I always fuck up his name, but he's fire. He had a good match with Blake Christian on Dark this past week too. But, oh, Ben, honestly, too, I'm actually glad you brought that up. I thought Dragon Lee and Drillistico were the same person because when Charles, you and Charles brought that up on the Ring of Honor show, you said that that was Roosh's brother. So I said, oh, Dragon Lee must have changed his name. And apparently <laughs> they have another brother. So yeah. I got them too confused. They, yeah, Imagine they having a family of like just great wrestlers. They, they have. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't. AEW didn't bring in Dragon Lee full time, but last time uh, Roosh and Dragon Lee were together, he like beat the shit out of him and kicked him out out of the yeah. uh, and Gobernable. But Dragon Lee did reveal that he signed with WWE. <laughs> oh, we'll see how that goes. I saw someone people they were like, "Oh, I can't wait to see Dra." His first name's gonna be Dra D R A. Second name G O N E. It's gonna be like, "Oh, look, Dragon!" Wow. <laughs> Uh, that's gonna be. Crazy. I can't. Um, I just can't foresee WWE doing anything with a modern day masked wrestler anymore. We'll like, see. Like, I feel like you had your chance with several people, and you fucked them all up. I mean, hey, Scripps is getting wins. Oh, fucking blow me! <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh. Anyways, yeah. Uh. Ty Mello and J Anna JAS did win this tag match. But what was the highlight from this match that's been trending on Twitter most? Uh, Willow Nightingale twerked. Is that that's what you're referring to? Yes, I was because everybody on Twitter has been spamming this clip, and I'm like, y'all, y'all are nasty. That's just yeah. Twitter. Twitter is disgusting. Twitter be Twitter. It's, a, it's awesome. Uh, the main event was for the TNT Championship. We had Wardlow uh, trying to regain his TNT title from the king of television, Samoa Joe. And uh, earlier in the night, he took a lead pipe to Wardlow. But as he was running towards Wardlow, he just started screaming. Like he was like, ah, ah, and then hit him in the knee with it. I'm like, damn, he kind of gave you a warning. You could have like moved. 
<laughs> but uh, he he took out uh, Wardlow, and then it was kind of like, oh, is Wardlow gonna be able to compete? And I'm assuming this was just whole thing was just to you know protect him and losing to Samoa Joe. But I mean, they had a pretty decent match, even if he did have like NK Fabe one knee. Um, couldn't get him up for the power bomb and ended up passing out to uh, Joe's Kokina clutch. But decent match. Uh, after the match, Samoa Joe cut off Wardlow's ponytail and yeah, and held it up. And then Darby Allen came out and I guess he's going to get a rematch for the TNT title. So interesting, interesting stuff. But that was pretty much this week for the actual week in wrestling itself but i did make a promise that i would reveal the rules for the rumble which oh my god it's so fucking far away wrestle at the wrestling gods y'all gotta put a show in between next time is it january 23rd or something like that damn that's the end of the month yeah nah it's it's far it was like it's like it's just now under a month away. It's like, god damn. Get out of the show in a minute. There's no day one. There's no TLC. Not jack shit. So they said, you, you're going to be you're going to be ready for that rumble when it comes time. Yeah. But um, yeah. So what I'm thinking is obviously we'll do for the Royal Rumble matches themselves. Obviously there's a men and the women's. For each one, we'll do, you know, just as we always do. Prediction, one point Obviously, you predict who's going to win. You get a fucking point. And all, if all six of us are present, which, I mean, would be fucking dope, everyone, or whoever is there, will just, you know, divide 30 by whatever fucking number. And I got the goddamn bingo tumbler. I got that shit in my Amazon cart. So I really want to fucking get that shit. I would love so to do that again. Yeah. It would be so fucking funny. But... To actually roll that shit. Anyways, each of us will get a certain number of numbers based on however many people we have there. Um, hopefully we'll be able to get to stream it to the YouTube channel because we're kind of still in the process of getting that thing set up for UWO. But when that does come, that'll be fucking dope if we could do that, which I would have to figure out. But should be able to. But... Get the stream of everyone uh, drawing their numbers, and you know your number fucking wins a rumble. You get another fucking point. So, pretty simple. I feel like if your number wins the rumble, you should get like three points. I mean, yeah, but it's it's just luck. I know <laughs> so, that's the lucky part. I, I I was thinking of like also putting adding in another point of like someone predicts a return because obviously there's there's gonna be one. Yeah. Damn it. If if I would have done that last year, I would have gotten Shane McMahon, right? Oh uh, yeah, you're sure right. That Man, it's hard to believe that was last year. Bro, that rum that rumble was shit. It was a terrible rumble, but oh, that was fucking that was an awful rumble. rumble. It's, it, I, I want I don't I don't want that to that that shouldn't count as a rumble. It was so bad. It's like okay, yeah, but y'all should have done that one and be like, hey, this one was so bad. Here's another one to replace. At least we got to see Bad Bunny. Yeah, (sighs) I remember I slept through through a good bit of that one. I think, (laughs) yeah, bro, Jordan was so mad. (laughs) Oh yeah, I threw a chair. 
I, I threw a chair that day. That, <laughs> that shit was, was so funny. funny. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my God. Brock, anyway. Brock won that Rumble last year, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, I, I will give uh, – you can have one guess for who you think will return for a Rumble and get a point for that one as well. So, which I mean, in the women's, there's going to be a fuckload to choose from because there's always like one or two, and they're always pretty random. This one is going to be tough to keep score of. I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you. So basically, three points up for grabs per rumble. You got six fucking points on the line outside of the, you know, the uh, matches. Yeah. So you can get nothing right, and then like possibly win on a rumble. Yeah. (laughs) You you get like. Fucking uh, Carter Carter's gonna get none right and then get get the, the get whole his, get, get his bro, guesses. Why, why be me, ben? Ben, why seven. That's kind of race racially Because Charles is in here and your and your opinions are just as bad. Hey, yeah. hey, ooh, ooh, ooh. I, <laughs> let, I almost won last time. I was like in second place. <laughs> my guy, you you're all, you're about to change your Twitter handle to Shanky should be champion. I don't trust your opinion. <laughs> champion. Come on now. Y'all see the charisma on that guy? You see how he moves for a guy his size? It's the Shankinator. Come on now. Bro, Jinder Mahal is probably going to have another title run before Shanky does. Hey, I'm don't sorry. say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. If Shanky enters and wins the Rumble, I'll give you five fucking points. Just, just for that. If, wait, if wait, Shanky wait. enters and wins the Rumble, he can have the belt. Yeah, he had a belt, honestly, at this point. <laughs> And that at that point, like, what are we? What clearly he's God because no one else could predict some shit like that. <laughs> Fucking Carter's gonna come out from under with Shanky winning and win the EWO title. Honestly, if Shanky wins the Rumble, that's how you know Vince is back in charge again. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, if Shanky gets a push. That means Vince got to be in charge. I mean, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it all. I just want Shanky to be successful um, when it comes to, um, you know, wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Um, he can go to AEW all I care and, you know, win the AEW championship. He can go to Impact. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that's fuck he can. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what? You know what? He can Impact. go to Impact. Yeah, go, go on. <laughs> Fucking Vince himself is going to enter the Rumble and win. Oh, my God. I, you know what? I like that. That'd be That's the biggest fucking heel move ever. Logan Paul going on the way into the ring. It's yeah. gonna be Logan Paul, y'all. All right. Yeah, was... yeah, I wouldn't hate that. All right. Well, we well we got we got the rules for the rumble out of the way. Six six fucking points up for grabs. Uh, right. But we'll go ahead and transition into the part everyone's been waiting for. I guess we'll do wrestler of the week, then the fucking year, because you know that's like the big finale, so to speak. Um, I do have Charles. But his entrance for both, uh, Charles had Brian Danielson for Wrestler of the Week because of his uh, good-ass match against Ethan Page, which looked very good. And my Wrestler of the Week is uh, Top Flight, because I'm just going to put both of them. Yeah, I mean, I had my faction, or the first-time faction for Wrestler of the Week. Couple weeks ago, so now we're fuck it, do a tag team. Um, but yeah, Top Flight looked great, winning the uh, trios royale with AR Fox, who is my fucking boy, and then also looked like hella fucking good in their match against the Blackpool Combat Club. So 
looking as good as they did, I got to go with top flight for this week, at least. But, yeah, who do you guys got for the week? Well, I got to go with um Julius Creed. Because mm-hmm. I'm really starting to like the Creed brothers now. So, I, I you know, that's, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm waiting for someone to say, oh, I like Brutus. That's going to be Charles. Charles is like, actually, Brutus is really good. I, I really I like him. I think his fundamentals are just really above his brothers by just a country mile. <laughs> oh, 20, 2023, Brutus. So much, I, I really like Charles. <laughs> nah, I, I, Charles is probably going to listen to it. Uh, we love you, Charles. It's a Charles <laughs> out of love. But, um, Nah, um, okay, Carter's got his uh, Kobe. Who you got? Um, I didn't watch a lot this week, but I'm gonna go off. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna go off that last SmackDown. I actually like that Sami Zayn promo a lot, and I'm actually I'm I can't wait for this tag match tomorrow. Honestly, it, it's gonna be great to see Cena back. But I I'm going with Sami. I'm going with Sami here for Wrestler of the Week because I didn't watch much this week, so I'm gonna go with Sami. That's a good good choice. Um, Jordan, who you got? I honestly, I want to say Sammy too. That's fair. Gonna have a, a fucking big ass night tomorrow, teaming with his dad Roman Reigns against uh, his uncle John Cena. Mm-hmm. Big match, Jonathan. All right, Hesse, who you got? Uh, I guess I'll I'll go with um. I like literally. I can't even like for for me to be on like a wrestling podcast. I can't watch that much wrestling. I just don't have the time to. <laughs> but I'm just gonna go with um, Claudio because he he he's good. <laughs> That's a valid reason. No more. I mean, he's spitting facts. Um. Nah. That I mean, all of us like having different. Like schedules and stuff is kind of what makes it interesting because everyone's going to have different picks and stuff. Which brings us to the wrestler of the year. Uh, insert congratulations noises. I don't fucking know. Anyways, uh, 2022 been a fucking crazy fucking year for wrestling. Jesus Christ. Um, definitely the weirdest I've been a part of. The strangest. Yeah, I'll, and I've seen, like, I've been watching us for 12 years. It's been, this, this year's been fucking whack. From uh, old men who are on their deathbed still wrestling, and the Vince McMahon shit, and the Brawl Out shit, and it's, it's just been crazy. But um, uh, I'll go ahead and get to Charles since he, I already have, like, what he, who he thinks is the wrestler of the year and stuff. Um, he has Roman Reigns, which I mean, which is fair. No, I no, nah, I, yeah. nah, that that's definitely fair. I would. He says, you know, because of uh, the stuff he's been doing with the Bloodline and the great moments and matches he's had, which I mean is fine. But I think Roman is like twenty twenty one deserves it. Fuck yes. 2022, maybe not so much. His schedule's a lot lighter. Oh, yeah. I was. That's honestly why I didn't want to give it to Roman, because it's just like, I believe that as like an iconic person, yeah, sure. But as a moving piece, no, he didn't do anything. Yeah. He's had some, he has some decent. I actually wrote some of this stuff down. Um, 
He had Goldberg this year, Rollins, <laughs> Lesnar, Drew, and the Logan Paul. And the outside of the War Games match, he had Goldberg, Rollins, Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, and Logan Paul as like the big title matches. So he it, had it, um, Riddle too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he sure did. He did. did on SmackDown. Yeah, he's you know not nearly as many defenses this year with his lighter schedule, but when he does defend, he delivers every time. So it's a good solid choice to go with. Um, but just he's not been that like he's not had them that huge of a variety of a year as much as like his cousins have or someone who's you know wrestling every single week wrestling many many different opponents. But yeah, I mean it's a good solid choice. He also uh, wanted to give an honorable mention to MJF, which honestly, mm-hmm. if Charles was in the call right now. I would like try to persuade him <laughs> to pick MJF instead. Because I, he's, you know, truly rose to the top in 2023. He actually has. I saw, um, like, some other uh, people that I, like, follow on Twitter and stuff were doing a poll for AEW wrestlers of the year, and it was, like, completely tied right down the middle between Mox and MJF. Because, I mean, I mean, with his disappearance, his return at All Out, his feud that's, you know, went a good bit of months into the year with Punk, just top to bottom, great ass year. Um, yeah, he did. Uh, from his feud with Punk, he had the match with Wardlow, uh, winning the casino, the casino ladder, the casino ladder match. Then the match with Yuta, winning the title, and then I really like that Starks match. That that match with Ricky Starks was really good a couple yeah. weeks ago. So he's he, had a solid year, and just like gotten absolutely fucking shredded, which is just gonna help him even more. This, yeah. with this wrestling and stuff, and the stuff with Regal, too. He's a oh. great, great uh, pick for anyone who would pick him. For AEW alone, I would pick him, but for yeah. overall, for my personal one, I just, I've got to go with Seth Rollins. Mm. He's just, he, was, he was on my list. You mother... <laughs> I mean, I, he's worker of the year? It's got to go to Seth. I mean, just, he started off the year with underrated match of the year versus Roman as far as mm-hmm. storytelling alone goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, just saying, all, gave his Roman's only official loss since the end of 2019. I mean, it was by disqualification, but still, in the records, Rollins beats Reigns. Therefore, he's rightfully deserves a shot at least somewhere in the near future. Like I think it's leading to radar. I think it's most likely going to lead to it. I don't know if it's going to happen after Roman chamber but before mania i think i think they're gonna probably have most likely have a rematch for that title they they gotta run it back just um did amazing stuff with roman he had his whole like how the fuck am i gonna get to wrestlemania story which was fun and then obviously when he oh, did that was there, like, that was really good actually just you know back to back to back three fucking classic ass matches against mm-hmm. cody and he lost all three Real still one. looked like a fucking star there's not many people you can have that can do that, still not have them, you know, have that much of a detriment and still yeah. look like a star. He had a good stellar feud with Riddle with um, the moments where they were getting all personal into their family stuff and he made Riddle look good in the fight pit. Your punk-ass kids don't like you, Matt Riddle. Uh, still one of my favorite moments of the year and is now, you know, had a good-ass U.S. title run, is still putting yeah. over guys like Theory. Had his feud with Lashley. It's just Seth Rollins has just been worker of the year for sure. And just had 
incredible matches top to bottom and has that had was- my own personal match of the year against Cody Hell in a Cell. Like that's just that to me, that's like the match of the year for sure. So that's, that was a solid pick. And us also Rollins was one of those guys this year. He proved that you don't need a title to be a top star in that company because exactly. he was one of the most talked about guys on that raw brand this year. For sure. Can, can, can I can I go next? No, yeah. no, no. Fuck off, Shane. Carter, no. Can I can I go next? Go go yes. ahead. Carter's gonna say fuck ass, Shanky. No, I'm not. Okay. I told him that. So don't take my pee. <laughs> my wrestler of the year. Um, <clears throat> he is. Your intercontinental. You mother. Oh, I said, don't take my pick. If you take my pick, oh my god, that's a good pick. I didn't even think about him. Jesus, my wrestler of the year is going to this man. First of all, like. His match with Sheamus at Class of the Castle, just brutal, just two big men slapping each other. Big like, meaty men slapping each And his matches with Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, like this man, just he's, he's lean, and he's like more sharp than ever, and I see big things in the near future for Gunther. Yeah, he had a good like stint in NXT even earlier in the year when he like yeah. took on Braun Breaker and LA Knight and had another couple of feuds there. So that's a good aspect. I honestly hope he doesn't lose that title. I hope he keeps that title for a, a while. Man can even hold though that they're building to it for like as long as he held the NXT UK title. I'm fucking yeah. Cool I mean, he's like that. he's making it. I mean, the Intercontinental Championship is already pretty relevant, but he's like making it. Worth, worth something, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I think he, he had a match with Nakamura this year too. Yeah, yeah, that hey, was. Good. Yeah, he and he. I mean, I'm still mad that this shit didn't get like shown, but this man just had a one retained his title on like a six man ladder. Oh match. yeah, at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. So, no, definitely good ass pick. I'm interested to see who Carter has picked. I mean, you. You can pick. This man Carter has picked. been. This man has been cucked twice. <laughs> Ooh man, I had self, and then you took self. I had Gunther. You motherfuckers. You know what? Um, my pick is going to be um, Sami Zayn. I uh, do. I was just about to say pause. If I can take your third one, I'm going to. And I was gonna say Sammy. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Yeah, thank God I got that off. But yeah, Sammy has, has done incredible work um, this year. Um, from the WrestleMania match with um, Johnny Knoxville. Oh, that shit was fucking so hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um, for everything he's doing with the bloodline, he's the most over person in wrestling right now, you can argue. But I like to think he is the most over person. And I see a Daniel Bryan-esque story. Coming out of this whole thing with the bloodline, because when he when the bloodline turns on him, oh, uh, that's gonna be some shit. Sammy dethrones Roman? Question mark. I wouldn't be mad at it. And then fights Cody. 
<laughs> uh, damn, I want Sammy versus Cody now. I know, right? I want that. But nah, it's a good ass pick as well, Carter. So nice to see you not getting cooked again. Yes. All right. Well, I, I can't cook him again. Like I was I, I had I had a handful of like ideas. Mm-hmm. My first one was gonna be I was thinking Roman, then I'm like, well, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, Roman didn't do enough this year. Then I was going to say Sammy, and I'm like, I agree that it possibly could be Sammy, but I feel as though, you know, another obvious answer. Mm-hmm. Brian Danielson, I feel as though almost maybe. Almost making it, but just not quite getting there. Mm-hmm. MJF. MJF has managed to fucking twist my heartstrings several times. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you, I, you hate that man. He keeps working me every time I like him. He goes back to being an asshole. <laughs> every single time. I mean, if he's still like keeping you invested like that. Yeah, I know. I he every So I think I have to give my wrestler of the year to MJF. Mm. Good. I mean, I mean, I just like no one even picked him and I still like gave a whole ass like list of reasons why he's yeah. a good ass fucking pick. So I mean you don't even gotta explain I, it. <laughs> I also say that uh I have a couple more ideas for uh mm-hmm. blank of the years we should get. Cause I have one for return of the year. Well uh, wait Does hold up before you get to that with okay never mind. Yeah okay yeah <laughs> got we gotta let gotta let our our graceful champion so so mm-hmm. nice letting everyone else go. But you gotta gotta save the champ for last, uh, Kobe. Who you got? Yeah, I I, I kind of had a breakdown. I I kind of wrote all this down earlier though too, because I was actually I had like a lot of picks for wrestler of the year this year. Before I actually say who I um picked, I'm gonna say the guys who I considered. I had I had Roman, I had Seth, I had Bobby Lashley, Brian Danielson has been my dark horse this entire year, but I didn't pick him. I had MJF and also I had Cody Rhodes too as well in consideration. Damn, but the no, sorry. No, say what you no, say what you about to say. Actually. I was just gonna say I'm really surprised no one's like taking Moxley in the, into consideration. Well, and I'm they, actually glad I you said that. Keep giving it him to him. Well, I'm actually glad you said that because he is my wrestler of the year this year. Oh, okay, cool. But the year 2022, <laughs> the reason why is Moxley has had a fucking fire year this year. And it should be talked. Well, people probably are talking about it, but this man wrestled for five different um, companies this year. He was a world champion in two of them. He holds the record for the most combined days as champ this year. He, I think he had like two different title reigns. This man was supposed to be off, supposed to have days off at a certain point of the year. Yeah, it was like at all out they were like all right he's like all right i'm going on vacation see you tony and then the CM punk shit happened he's like no come back i need you yeah pretty yeah pretty much and he um he won the title off of tanahashi yeah he won the title off of tanahashi and then um the feud with punk pretty much and then he won the tournament which i thought was a very solid match and also earlier this year i i think he had he had one of the matches of the year with Willa Yuta on Rampage. That pretty much made Willa Yuta a star and put him in the Blackpool 
in the Blackpool Combat Club. And I think Moxley, Moxley had a really great year this year. He's he's what you look for in a champion, not like the star quality side, but like the workhorse side that Roman was last year. So I give my wrestler of the year for 2022 is um John Moxley from AEW. So that's my wrestler of the year. Like all of us have had like good ass fucking picks, <laughs> like top to bottom. Um, it's yeah, I mean, it's it was a good year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then you know, tying into like the Moxley stuff, he like started off the year in rehab and then comes out yep. clean and just goes on a fucking rampage like wrestling. He just every he, single fucking he found a copy of fucking WWF No Mercy for N sixty four and was like, you know what? I got it. I could be the re- the greatest wrestler of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, great picks, top to bottom. Jordan, you want to get into your thing you were talking about? I think for return of the year, I got to give it to my guy. J-E, double F, J-E, double T, Jeff fucking Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett this year came back to wrestling, wrestled Ric Flair for uh, at his in his final match. What was it? Went to Lost. WWE. I'm looking well. Fuck, he did it, didn't he? How about he, you not wrestle Ric Flair? No, I'd kill him. <laughs> he died. <laughs> he re- okay. He retired Ric Flair. He had he came back. He had his uh, matches with Effie. He uh he he ended up in WWE and AEW in the same year. I mean GCW, WWE, and EC not ECW and AEW all in one year. That's it. Oh, and you're not John Moxley. I mean, I'm not like it's just it's just Cody Rhodes is it's right there. It's mm. so Cody many has had so many other people that had good return. I mean, I'm not saying like, oh, I hate Jeff Jarrett. It's just like that. It's an interesting <laughs> ass. It's it's the quality. It's just the like the the size of the things he did. Because they because it wasn't what did he do something at Mania? No. Was it Mania? When did he what did he come back for for WWE? He, he had a he refed the tag match at SummerSlam. Okay, so okay, it was SummerSlam that he did something. Okay, so yeah, he he had his WWE spot. He had his. He came back and debuted in like you know his like Johnny Cash character, like mm-hmm. the or you keep calling him Indie Taker. Yeah, and yeah, fake ass Undertaker. Whatever. <laughs> he, he like he has his match with Effie at the uh, at Effie's uh brunch. I think was it was it was it was it the brunch or was it later than that? Uh, it was um, Joey Janela's spring break. Oh, it was uh, Joey Janela's spring break. Okay, but I, I so for me, return of the year is Jeff Jarrett. So I, I'm, I'm guessing what you're saying is it's my world. Yeah, dude, I swear to God, I listened to that song yesterday. You you know what? Since since we brought up Joey Janela's spring break, I'm gonna put an honorable mention for this. Jimmy Wayne fucking Yang, because I ain't gonna lie, when we watched that match and he came out, I got excited, bro. <laughs> I I'm not gonna lie though. It's as an unexpected one. Sure, yeah, that ass. Gotta love some Jimmy Wang Yang. Okay. Uh I, I'm still so caught. I, I was when when you were saying 
when you brought up Return of the Year, I was going to say, does his name rhyme with Bodie Slodes or something like that? <laughs> you, if only you that, could know. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll wrap it up. Mine's <laughs> uh, MJF. MJF what? Return return year, year. Oh, return. Okay, I, th- I thought you were going to talk about your wrestler of the year. I was so confused for a second. Yep, nah. uh, he returned this year. And I honestly, his return, super fucking good. Can't even be angry. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I, I would have to think of some obscure ass return since y'all are, y'all are pulling out the Jimmy Wang Yangs and Jeff Jarrett's. Um, your favorite wrestler, Ben? Braun Strowman. Oh, oh fucking the mid the mid brothers. The mid brothers. Christ. You know what? When it, it hasn't happened yet, but the day John Morrison returns, I'll give him credit because his last return was fucking shit. And they were just like, okay, lol, go with the Miz. If if he, oh, if he returns at the rumble. Team. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. They just made him a fucking tag team wrestler, bro. Jomo returns at the rumble. I I will never criticize another triple H decision. If you if, if he'll do that for me, I don't know. After that Bronson Reed run, that Bronson Reed re- return, I'm kind of questioning him a little bit right now. Yeah, no, that that, that that's valid. Uh, I will say, uh, I could, nah, I can't do that. I was gonna say return goes to um Jordan Devlin since he's like had a good ass. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Did we forget about Bray Wyatt? No, mm. no one forgot. Just no one chose him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying so many returns. This man's like Chef Jared. Holy shit! I forgot Shabata returned this year too. Holy shit! Oh my god! I forgot Shabata did return, and Shabata returned from a life-threatening injury. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll take back that honorable mention. Matter of fact, nope, that's my return of the year. Shabbat. I'm about return. to say, honestly, if I wasn't a Jeff Jared mark and I didn't piss off Ben, I think I might change it. But <laughs> but I already said my words. I can't take it back now. Yeah. It's a it's 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 been a year. It's been a year. Uh, Jesus. All right. Well, I'll go ahead. and anyone else got uh Hezzy, you want to put your return in? Uh, I mean, I know like they weren't gone for like months or anything, but I I just loved that moment when the elite returned. Oh yeah, like from their suspension, like it's just that entrance, and then you have like the entire crowd singing "Carry On My Wayward Son" and just that was the, that was just fire. the pop they got. This I literally like rewatched like that entrance. Like it just gives me chills all the time. But yeah. Actually, you know what? I, I gotta give my return of the year to Jane by uh, Jefferson Starship. Uh, Orange <laughs> Cassidy's indie theme returning onto AEW program. You know, that's that's my return of the year. I'm not gonna lie. I'm still a uh, where's my mind person. You have to agree to disagree. Alright, thank you for tuning in to uh, the 2022 season finale. Uh, oh, wait, wait. I, I have I have two more ideas. Okay, all right. Let's Action see. of the year and oh um, and team of the year. It's gonna be like a two hour long episode. <laughs> okay, uh, action and team tag team. Yeah. Um, faction got to be the bloodline. Tag team got to be um FTR. Okay, I feel like that's <laughs> the bloodline and the bloodline. Yeah, uh, I mean, I feel like that's that's pretty pretty accurate. Um.
I can't, I can't even think of another faction to argue. Actually, you know what? Uh, Black Bull Combat Club, just for me personally. But I'll take uh, FTR for Tag Team of the Year. There's not too many. I, I agree. I also have to say, I, I want to say, uh, I didn't want to give it to the Bloodline, and because and because you two did, I now feel compelled to uh, go with like my like one of my other spots that I was thinking. But for Faction of the Year, I would say it has to be for me, and you're and you're probably gonna shit on me for it. Either Imperium Ooh. or uh, Death Triangle. Uh, because not only did that Pat in the uh, with 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 his own singles title, but you also had the Lucha Bros being as good as they always are, mm-hmm. and they won the trios title, and they defeated the Elite on the on the return of the Elite, like when they found, when they came back, and they had the on um, the heel turn, and they had the best of seven. Yeah. Like they have put in work this year. Yeah. That's a solid pick. Who um your, wait, who'd you say for tag team, Jordan? Oh, I can't not say. See, okay, I wanted to say FTR because they did think so great. But my instead of them, I will say the acclaimed because they got me so emotionally invested in their own um, matches with that I, and I'm like screaming, like they have to win. Please let them have the bill. So and I and the fact that they made me care so much, I can't not let them have it. It 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 comes down to either them or FTR, no question. But yeah, Kobe, what were you gonna say? Um, I'm actually I'm actually gonna go with the Blackpool Combat Club. Bloodline is a close second for me. Um, and as Right. As much as I want to go with my favorite tag team, the Briscoes, as tag team of the year, I gotta go with FTR. You you cannot deny what they did this year and what they're probably gonna do next. They're probably gonna take a break from this year. Is what I'm. Is what I'm Shit, I know I would. But um, yeah. Last FTR. year, I think I actually picked them. I picked. I think I picked them as wrestling team of the year last year. Actually. Yeah. So I'm going with FTR. Clear. Clear this year. All right. Uh, Carter, wait, did you go? Oh, Carter, yeah, Carter went, like, very fucking first. All right, uh, Hezzy, who you got? Um, imagine if I said, like, that new faction with, like, Swerve and, like, Parker Boudreaux. <laughs> Mogul Affiliates Faction of the Year. <laughs> no, but, um, <laughs> what? Uh, I'm, I'm going to, I mean, you know, I'm. it has to be the bloodline for me. And um, cause I mean, bro, like the bloodline is probably like it's like one of like the best things, and that's like you know with like Sammy. Sammy just he just makes it work like a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. And then you like have also you have like these all the different personalities in the bloodline. You know, you have Sola Sokoa, You know, like just the the silent bruiser. You know, you violent have, but violent. Yeah, you have Jimmy and Jay Uso. You know, like one's all one super serious, and the other one likes to joke around. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have Sammy, the guy who's trying to prove himself to the tribal chief. And then you have Roman himself, the leader. You know, he only he only expects success from everyone in his family. And 
You know, it's just, it has to be the bloodline. Well, I will say, if they did more with them, I would have set the firm because <laughs> I love their their debut was so good, and then they just yeah. like did, did. Oh, it! I felt like that was such a waste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think another honorable mention should possibly be Toxic Attraction. Mm. I mean, uh, I mean, a good calendar year. Yeah. yeah, they had a good they had a good year, especially for them to be a um, all female faction, mm. which don't get popular very often. And yeah. for them to have like get gotten to where they are right now is pretty good. It's tough now because Mandy's going, and I don't know oh, what you yeah. do with tag so hard. With I mean, if you're you know go down the women's route as well, you just got to mention Damage Control. You you know had another good pretty return herself with Bailey coming back, bringing Eos guy from NXT, Dakota returning, who wasn't even under contract, but she returned. We I forgot loved how at first, but then I got tired of him. Yeah, no, nah, that's figured. Um, but yeah, Jordan, you got any other surprises? Wait, has he didn't give his tag team of the year? Oh my, uh, FTR. Okay. <laughs> I, right. I another one of my ideas was feud of the year. Ooh. Uh, I was gonna say Punk MJF, but it didn't it didn't take up that much of the year. You know what? Briscoe's FDR. Pretty pretty. Briscoe's FTR was gonna be obvious, so instead of that, I decided to think uh, outside of the box, and I was like, "What about what about picking something from WWE for once?" And and I'm kind of stuck. Clearly, I'm not gonna say like, "Yeah, I sure did love me some Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns versus the Bloodline." <laughs> But uh, it, it was on the top. It was, uh, I just had it, and now it's gone. Oh, Cody and Seth. Okay, that was my pick. Or too. I got, I got Gunter and Sheamus. That was my second. You know, I, I was gonna say when we. What's funny enough is when this is just pulling it all back into full circle. Back when we were still on radio, and we were, and we just got like the news that Cody was leaving AEW to go to WWE. The very first thing Jordan said is, man, I really want to feud with Seth Rollins. And then that shit happened, and it was fire. And I'm like, damn, man got completely what you wanted. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, Carter said Gunther versus Sheamus. Kobe, did you say yours? Uh, I'm, I'm agreeing with Jordan. Cody and Seth was a fire rivalry this year. That's, that's fair. Uh, as you got, yeah, uh, Cody and Seth is just amazing storytelling, yeah. Nah, Cody and Seth is like the one to go with, I feel like <laughs> shit was just fire top to bottom, but yeah, just a good ass fucking year in wrestling. All right, Jordan, you done? I actually have one, okay. <laughs> all right, I actually have one. We talked, we talked all we talked wrestler of the year, few of the year, um. Return, Return of the, of the year. Tag team faction. Yep. What is your match of the year for 2022? Okay. This is this. I was thinking of like like when I was giving y'all homework to be like, all right, prepare your wrestler. I was thinking I was tempted to give y'all match of the year too, but I basically already tied mine in. To, yeah, I, I tied mine in to my wrestler of the year when I was talking about Seth. So Cody versus Seth, feud of the year. Match of the year, 
Seth, the rest of the year, these guys just did too much good shit. Like, mm-hmm. y'all getting all these awards. You fucking deserve them. <laughs> but, yeah, that's my message. I feel here. like I want to give it to... I feel like I remember a lot of Eddie Kingston this year. Mm-hmm. But I can't tell you, like, this Eddie Kingston match, right? So, it's like... In my head, I'm like, I want to bring it back to Eddie. Because I know Eddie deserves some kind of reward for his, like, stellar year. Because he's fighting Japanese legends. Can I just say Eddie Kingston versus Japan? <laughs> okay. Y'all want to take that one? <laughs> I'll accept. I, I, that's what I want. <laughs> I mean, th- th- it felt like the BCC JAS rivalry went for the entire fucking calendar year. It sure did feel like it lasted. You know what? It not only did it last a long time, but there was also returns and surprises in, in during that, and then yeah. references to uh, old storylines from Chikara. So yeah. that that's a really like long. Like, and then there's like fighting for the pride of Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And there's and then there's the whole like Jericho and um. William Regal having a history. There's so many things that went into that that it's also possibly like a, a um on top of being like a match of the year. Even though it, I'm pretty sure I, I, several people did several people, did people get injured in that one or is that the one from last year? What are you talking about? The blood and guts. The, uh, yeah, the blood and guts. I remember was was this the one that like everyone got injured or was that the last year? Uh, Santana's knee exploded. I know that. Okay, so there was one injury this year. Funny enough, Santana got injured in the last one, too. Right. <laughs> I, that- I, I have to say that that's that, that pretty good match. I'm not going to lie. Just just for uh, bringing along that really good storyline, that's another possible like match of the year. Interesting. Um, oh, sorry, my bad. No, I was just transitioning. Alright, um, my match of the year, I had so many choices. I wanted to go with FTR and the Briscoes. I wanted to go with, um, they, wait, also, before before I say it too, they had a lot of good tag team matches this year, too, because I was thinking about um the Usos and the Street Profits at Money in the Bank. That was an underrated one, uh, underrated match this year, too. But, um, if I had to go with match of the year, I'm gonna go with CM Punk versus MJF at, um in a dog collar match. That's yeah, that was sure. this year. Yeah. yeah, no, that was that was this year. Revolution. Yeah, that was that was this year, and it had. I'm like that match has so many layers to it when you think about it because I looked at Punk's entrance yesterday to that match. He brought the old school Ring of Honor entrance back, and then of course at the end you had Warlow turning on MJF. And Punk winning that match. That match was actually really good. So that's my match. Did you ignored Lois Star. <laughs> good shit all around. Yeah. No, that match was fire. I've watched it back a good couple times by now. Um, wait. Carter, did you say yours? Carter's dead. Yeah, I say, I say, Seamus and um, Gunter. Okay. That's good. That's a good pick. All right, Hezzy, who you got? I mean, honestly, mine kind of falls in with Gunther being 
you know, my wrestler of the year. Mine is uh, Sheamus or Gunther. That match was amazing and very hard hitting, and just just proves how how well Sheamus has like stayed relevant. You know, that's a like a sleeper pick for wrestler of the year too. Yeah, I feel like sleeper. It's honestly he barely didn't. I hell, I was gonna give him faction of the year if it wasn't for all the titles that damn Death Triangle won. Yeah. Nah, that's a good shout as well. See, uh, we could have could have heard Charles all of Charles' shit as well. Yeah. But he's gonna he's gonna watch this and be like really angry. He didn't. God damn it! God damn it! You guys (laughs) talked for so long. (laughs) Next year, Charles. All right. Uh, yeah. So lots of awards going out to all sorts of wrestling to cap off. Uh, fucking. Well, I guess cap off is when you start something to put the cap on to a good ass fucking year of wrestling and a fucking crazy fucking one as well. So now officially, thank you for listening to the season finale of EWO, the uh, end of the year 2022 awards. Um, next year, I'm sure we'll have just as much crazy shit and okay, and just all sorts of crazy shit to come even when it gets to the rumble because kobe you're gonna have to pull a fucking miracle to keep that shit on you yeah from what i'm hearing the rules is very interesting so advantage my ass yeah we'll we'll see it because I, I hinted at this last week and it might just come down to luck so but damn i gotta wait till the end of january to defend my title <laughs> That, this is what happens when you're not a fighting champion. Gotta strip Kobe <laughs> for not defending it for 30 days. Fucking Kobe Reigns. Yeah. You damn right. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you next week. This is EWO. Now I got it in. Very savory. <laughs> Very savory. Happy New Year's. To everyone except fucking Shanky, Happy New Year's. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa.